No. Honey, if you're listening, call, 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 call. Honey, if you, <laughs> honey, if you, if you found our page on Spotify, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that made it sound like I was trapped. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you're about to die. Yeah. I, ISIS is not making me read this. <laughs> if you if you found this, I love you. I'll get out soon. Yeah. Also, someone else was on my web browser. I'm not. I'm not into. Welcome to this week's episode of Every Good Boy Does Five, a weekly podcast where we touch on music's past, its present, and where it's going. My name is Daniel, along with my co-host Greg and our rotating panel of guests, we'll seek to relay interesting news, history, and a healthy dose of our own opinions, for better or worse. Now turn it over to Greg to introduce the room. How's it going, everybody? Uh, first one I want to introduce is uh, a recurring member that is a fan favorite. We got Jim over here. Hello, friends. And next up, recurring guest, we have Logan. Hello. And first time in the audience, we have Caleb. How's it going, everybody? So I'm going to kick it back to Daniel, and we'll get right into today's topic. So we're rolling into the main here. So uh, recently, I'm not sure if anybody kept up with it, but uh, Snoop Dogg, entered into a deal with an arm of TikTok called SoundOn, which is their music distribution side. Uh, And so that led me into a lot of questions as far as, one, uh, how that was functioning, what type of business that was, hadn't really ever looked into digital distribution as far as uh, the music industry goes. And then it was also interesting from a standpoint of bringing that entire Death Row catalog onto that platform and what that meant so to start with i will go into what the acquisition for the death row catalog looked like because obviously uh you know snoop dogg started on that that uh that record label back in 1993 with doggy style and had albums released after that uh but so this this record label actually and the entire catalog was passed through quite a few hands over the past Oh, goodness, I'm as guilty as everybody else is. Uh, how long ago was 1991? Uh, 15 years, yeah. I'd say, probably, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it sounds right, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's the question of, yeah, yeah how everything. My math calculation. Oh, it's probably, yeah. yeah, so about six years ago, 1991. Uh, so without getting too bogged down in, like, the legal mire involving uh, the quote-unquote music groups that this has passed through, and at least one legit Ponzi scheme uh, that it was mm. that was found to be afterwards. Uh, a I'm quick, a fan of Ponzi schemes. Yeah, a quick summary would be that uh, Wide Awake Entertainment Group bought the label at auction after Suge Knight's bankruptcy proceedings. <laughs> Further bankruptcy <laughs> proceedings by Wide Awake Music Group led to the sale of the label and the related catalog to E1 Music. E1 Music was originally Coke Entertainment, uh, K-O-C-H, not Coca-Cola. Renamed to... I was going to say, they get into everything. (laughs) Well, uh, the Coke Coke brothers are are a whole other financial thing. And then, uh, so let's see, 
E1 acquired the defunct Death Row Records in 2013 uh, during an acquisition of E1's parent company in 2021 by Hasbro, the toy company. Um, a divestiture of the music interests of E1 was made to the Blackstone Group, quote unquote, and subsequently named the name was changed to MR or MNRK, pronounced Monarch. And then they sold the catalog to Snoop Dogg in February 2020. I feel like half those names sound like the like evil villain corporations in your typical like spy movie. They they sound like a boardroom table full of guys who made a company to me. Yeah, like it is. Yeah. yeah. So with Snoop's acquisition, I had a question about this because I remember seeing something on social media with Doctor Dre's lawyer mm-hmm. was saying that his discography wasn't a part of it do you know if it was the entire label or if it was like certain artists so as far as i could see it, it was the entire catalog um, of death row records now uh that's not to say that there weren't arguments made during those acquisitions to say that that didn't carry over because i'm sure at this point you'd probably like to say once it comes out of the hands of these, like I said, boardroom type table companies, you'd probably try and pull it back. So I'm sure Dr. Dre was trying to get his music back. Yeah, because I remember the company that had it right before Snoop. Mm-hmm. They Monarch. tried to, yeah, they tried to re-release a bunch of. Yeah, I, I like, do think I read about that. Yeah, yeah, it was like the first time it, Death Row had released something in like ten plus years, mm-hmm. and it was all like a recatalog of things. Yeah. It was like, some greatest hits, I think, that yeah. came out. Yeah. From my understanding, a lot of times when you see that uh, like prevalent artists is getting remastered content it's usually because a new company has taken over and so they re-release it under a remastered content so that they then start collecting the royalties because they're not actually using the records produced from the previous companies okay so because i was i I just wanted to bounce back to like the the hasbro thing because i would have never guessed in a million years on that and I'd like to meet the individual that, you know, in the boardroom that, you know, hey, you know, anybody have any new board games, new child's toys that come down? we like, all right, hear me out. <laughs> Let's buy hear Death out. Row hear Records. <laughs> like, I want to meet that gentleman. <laughs> they said, do we have anything for 12-year-olds? And he said, listen, I got Snoop and Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. what, what I'm have thinking Have you ever heard is, Tupac's first album? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what that makes me think of is the, uh, the scene in Get Him to the Greek. When uh, when Puff Daddy has all of his people and he's like, we're looking for a game changer, guys. Yeah. We're looking for, <laughs> and then and then to get away from that scene, I feel like the guy that came up with that idea because everyone's like pitching toy ideas. He's just like finishing a super long line of coke and comes up and he's like, I got it. <laughs> The guy in Hasbro that was about to get fired, everybody was just waiting for him to get fired, came up with this idea and was like, Oh, oh my god, I think this could work. He's yeah, a, this is why we kept this. This guy's a disruptor. Can we, can we get some clarification on how long they had this? Like how 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 long were they involved in this? Uh Hasbro? Yeah. Uh a year a year. 
they acquired it in 2021 mm-hmm. and they okay. divested it to the Blackstone Group. So it was like a, a, a weird arm of the company. So, so it's yeah. literally just an investment opportunity. Yeah. It is, it's investment yeah. banking and yeah. that's purely what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's why. And so when you look at when you look through these these acquisition records, like most of them, that's why I say like, quote unquote, music group, because it's mm-hmm. like entertainment group, right. music group. And they slap another name in front of it. It's yeah. like it's not. I don't want to say it's not real, but it just feels like it's this this weird ownership thing tumbling down the line. I just don't know why they didn't have like Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg on the commercials for Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could have been a good selling point. <laughs> that could have You're right. attracted a lot of audiences. <laughs> what, does, yeah, what else does Hasbro make now? I'm, I'm trying to think of like a toy. Are they into Transformers? I want to say that's true. I, maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, does that mean they have a, a little Wayne Transformer? Because <laughs> he can transform you? Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, I'm upset with you right now. All right. <laughs> I'm mad that I was like, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. Job. All right, let's turn the mics off and pack it in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I ruined it. I ruined it. <laughs> oh. So immediately, the first thing Snoop did upon acquiring the entire catalog was to pull it from streaming services. Um, it had been it had been put on services by these these various groups. Obviously, they did some some greatest hits, some rollouts, uh, and so the first thing he did was to remove the Death Row catalog from streaming services. Um, he gave two reasons for this. The first was low payout to uh, artists, which. That's probably accurate. Any and, streaming service then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, he, yeah, he pulled them from all streaming services. And then the second one, which had become a very popular thing in the last couple of years with any type of social media or streaming service, was they planned to release their own Death Row app. Uh, they were going to release So this re- is Title 2.0. Yeah, pretty much. They were going to do their own thing. Um, so, well, I mean. Before you move on from that, um, I wanted to point out it mimics almost uh, kind of like what Dave Chappelle did. So a lot yeah. of the uh, streaming services started streaming the Chappelle show and he instantly got on with the execs and was like, who gave you authority to start doing that? And he brought in his legal team and they pulled it from all from all the streaming sites. Um, and he got with Netflix and was like, listen, like, we're going to strike a deal. You're not just going to take my shit pretty much. Yeah. And now he is back on Netflix, but he did pull it for a good, like, two months while they worked out. Like, this is how, like, this is going to go because you're not just going to use me because he was so sick of Comedy Central yeah. just constantly oh, yeah. using yeah. him. Yeah, And it, 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 it plays like, it, it could be viewed as more of a, a, a power move of, I'm going to pull all these things, you're not paying enough. But right. I do think it speaks to, like, a business acumen of these deals are not, it's, it, when you're just distributed to these platforms, it's not really a deal. You're getting paid right. what everybody else gets paid, and you don't have any real say in what's going on. So mm-hmm. to, to pull it all off there, especially with the the power of that. Right. I mean, this right. catalog is huge. Snoop Dogg is obviously a huge player in, in this industry. So like the, the power that he had to pull it was real power, and it was probably the best move for him at the time. Just changing genres for a second. I know that Garth Brooks did essentially the same thing. He mm-hmm. pulled all of his stuff from everything but Amazon. Yeah. And he yeah. said it was because he met with the heads of every all the groups and Amazon was the only one that he felt were like regular people. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. he could he felt comfortable giving this stuff to. Speaking of which, real quick. Amazon Music, thank you for putting our podcast on your site. <laughs> yeah. And also I'd like to say that all people running streaming services sound like regular Joe's to me. Yeah, yeah, that's the picture of regular Joe's. 
Didn't this just happen not too long ago as well with uh, Neil Diamond? It was a political thing, right? But didn't oh. he didn't he pull all of his stuff from a platform because they were like I didn't hear censoring? I vaguely that remember that. Um, I hate to go off this first headline, but it looks like it was a COVID nineteen maybe misinformation issue, and Neil pulled his music from That's Spotify. What, if I oh. remember, if I remember right, he was the one who said "pull my stuff," so which is another yeah, example. Yeah, so that. um, he what happened? And this uh, jogged my memory. So oh, Joe Rogan's so, involved in this. Yeah, so um, <laughs> of course he is. Right. Yeah, I, I guess a lot of uh, disinformation <laughs> was coming through the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. and uh, Spotify started tagging. He 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 was the first one to do it but there was like a list of artists that got on and said pull my material i am not going to share a platform with him if he's going to spread this information because it was during the height of it when like so many people were dying and they were like no we're not going to be involved if you're going to allow that to be on the same uh, network either pull what he's saying with all this stuff or pull our music and wow. it so like, started like a movement of like okay. people pulling like a, a bunch of artists got together like it's like pretty much threatening them until they were like, okay, yeah, we'll tell Joe to, you know, pull the reins a little bit. Well, I don't know if they necessarily started, uh, you know, pulling people back, but I do remember they, they, they did start tagging um, episodes mm-hmm. of podcasts where they, yeah. they could at least say that, like, even if you joked about it, they could say, like, you're spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. So right. they, they, they yeah. would put a tag on it. Yeah. So. So back on topic, and I, I just want some clarification because somebody I don't know I'm I'm old I'm I'm out of sync with the with the new stuff these days. So in my head, TikTok is a you know shot off of Vine. You know, you just make yeah, these yeah. small videos. So I'm confused. What is the, the like? So they're doing streaming services. They're doing shows services. Like what? Yeah. So so I was going to get to that in I'm just yeah. a moment. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a point I've got coming up. Uh, that I can touch on. Uh, so real quick, just to finish up the, you know, kind of the moves that he was making there at the beginning. Um, so he, he cited two, two reasons, obviously the low payout from streaming services and the plans to create an app, uh, fully dedicated to their catalog. Uh, for the first one, I mean, it looks like for these streaming services. And like we said, if you don't have a specific deal with a service, you're not getting paid that much. There's, uh, they're paying out fractions of the dollar per stream, um, their calculations are proprietary. They involve market share of your actual base as far as your streaming payout. And these things can be affected by variables that don't you wouldn't necessarily think about. So like things like whether or not the listener is paying for a subscription of the services. So like if I'm paying for Spotify, my listen counts more than someone who just comes on and listens to it otherwise. Uh, where your listener is in the world. So where you're listening from mm-hmm. actually matters. Yeah. And then the total number of subscribers to a service. So take, I want to say when I was uh, researching Apple Music versus Spotify, you might be paid more on Apple Music because the total number of people on that platform is less than Spotify has. So on Spotify, you are spread out over a larger group. And then uh, to his second point, uh, he never released a streaming service. It just never happened. So he didn't get around to it. Well, I think before we move on, we need to bring up, uh, did anyone see Snoop on Wheel of Fortune? No. (laughs) Or uh, not Wheel of Fortune. Uh, No, it was Wheel of Fortune, right? You guys didn't see that? No. Oh no. my god, you need to look that up. He was. I don't terrible. watch Wheel of Fortune that often. He was terrible. Really? Um, it was awful. In what I, way? I, I he, remember he, him well, on Family Feud. I think he was hitting. He was hitting the buzzer like way early, 
and then just <laughs> making awful guess guesses. Like, for oh, example, yeah. one of them was, uh, like, what are you doing? And the answer was baking brownies. And they were like, oh, Snoop's going to get this, right? I can't even remember what his guess was. It was just so off base. And they literally said, baking brownies. And he just throws his hands up. He goes, oh. <laughs> I I, I would just recommend uh, everyone go look, look at also, that Also, in, in case anyone doesn't know what Snoop is up to uh, in recent projects, he is releasing a full line of kids' albums right now. Oh. No, so kids I... Bob, I kids Bob? Like, no, 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 kids no, Bob, no, not, not, not Kids oh. Bob. No, it's an album no. for kids, so there's yeah. he's got like an affirmation song. Yeah. No, it, it's like, um, like for, like not kids, like, you know, like eight, nine-year-olds. It's for like... Toddlers, think and, of Coco Melon, but with yeah, Snoop Dogg yeah, narrated. Exactly. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, and like, I listened to it. Like, it's it's. Not I was bad. gonna say, how does the it's group not feel bad. about that? I'm just thinking, pitch. What is it? Pitch Perfect Two. I think when he's like trying to put out the Christmas album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did, didn't Snoop just narrate like a uh, one of those world shows? They're showing nature oh, and all he? that. Yeah, he may oh, have done. I got there's that one, one of the like planet Earth type running st- from snakes or something, and he's he's uh, narrating. Oh, it. I have to look. I, that I, up. I didn't know if it was uh, like a I YouTube love clip. He's into or a if bunch it was an actual show. Yeah. I love watching like nature shows like that, especially when you have a good narrator. And if Snoop's yeah. narrating, I have to. Sigourney watch Weaver. I feel like he would be a good narrator. he's a commentator. He's a commentator in one of the NHL games. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I just picture. Check out this lizard here. He's just minding his own business. <laughs> and like, like, he's probably so was, smooth. Was with that it. a good Snoop impression? <laughs> such a poor attempt at Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I mean, I get where you're going with it. <laughs> I feel like I might be making this up, but I, I remember watching a clip where he was narrating something and a snake or something jumped at something. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> a making yeah, note no, to you watch gotta check this that out. Yeah, I got to find this. Oh. So, so to speak to Jim's question, so uh, the t- TikTok distribution model. So what they did was they uh, released a kind of another part of their company called Sound On uh, that debuted in quarter one of 2022. So right before this acquisition, and it offered an attractive royalty model to artists for the use of their services. Uh, artists can upload to Sound On for distribution to other major streaming services at 100% of the royalties for the first year and 90% after that. 90% of the royalties also applies to outside apps. So you get 100% of the royalties for things that are on the ByteDance owned, which ByteDance is the the owning company of TikTok. Uh, Everything they own, you get 100% of your royalties from that. Um, As far as traditional distribution services, I couldn't find whether they offer anything in the way of uh, manufacturing as far as CDs or uh, okay. even into vinyls coming back among uh, among a lot of people. Yeah, um, I, I think it's fully digital distribution. It's all streaming mm-hmm. services, right? And uh, so with the sh- the distribution for the streaming services, is that like TikTok Sounds or is it something similar to like so, Spotify? So that is so. First, your your music is fully available to TikTok. For videos and that's like that's their main thing it's to get their music onto tiktok but they also provide the full service of distribution to let's say spotify apple music everywhere else they also offer that so Uh, this this is all tiktok sponsored so uh, it's a bite dance company so it is it is related to tiktok and that it is Mm -hmm. under the umbrella of bite dance so is there anything going on with the 
whole legal issues. Well, I don't want to say legal, but you know where they're trying to ban TikTok. I know they so, they recently passed a thing where TikTok is banned from government devices. Yeah, you, if you own a government device, you cannot have TikTok. On. Yeah, and so I don't know whether that. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a great question. It's a question I had coming up with this because there's there's artists that are moving towards this distribution model, moving towards this because of what tiktok can do for an artist as far as that goes and i do wonder because i don't i don't believe that the government bills have been made at least language wise and because typically congress falls short in technology related issues to where i think the wording of those has been a tiktok band and so this is not tiktok this is sound on this is a bite dance own thing i don't believe so but i would have to look further into the legislation as far as but it's a great question because if this is if everything under the bite dance umbrella is banned then all of a sudden this is moot and like everything that the all none of these deals make any sense like you can't do anything with them i always love thinking of like you know new new social media stuff like that with congress and anytime they have to talk oh it's awful 80 year old people like yeah. oh shit like what kind of research yeah. do? so the, like, i don't the, understand when, it, when, when they're talking about it it's just like they're they're asking questions and then the oh, owners of the apps or or <laughs> uh, services are like trying to dumb it down for them <laughs> and it's like like god damn it's like trying to explain a car to a fucking mummy like they are just never gonna get it move on it's always funny because half the questions you could tell they had like written down yeah somebody gave them this question to ask their their, uh 20 year old uh intern was like hey you should probably ask about this and he's like uh a what now? And you're like, oh, God damn it! Just, just ask the question. That twenty year old intern just cracking up. Oh my God, he actually asked. Yeah. Oh, no shit. So does my laptop have to be touching the router to play the TikTok? <laughs> yeah, because it, it's it's not that TikTok is banned. Yeah, per se, but like you can't have it on a government device, mm-hmm. right? So. I don't know how they view that as like so. I, I may have TikTok. Sponsor. I may have a little bit of an in, insight on this, and this um, could 100% be me talking out of my ass. Um, but f- follow my <laughs> logic is. here. Here we go. <laughs> Spoiler alert! It is. <laughs> follow us down. So it. So I think that the government put those regulations on TikTok and like government employees like not having it on their devices and everything. Because of a security risk, because of TikTok, you know, being of China origin. That's a, that's one hundred percent right. Um, <laughs> because um, Tencent, uh, a company that owns a bunch of different companies, but they do own a bunch of video game companies. Uh, um, they kind of hit this really touchy part with some of the games that they release. Because it allow you have to allow games access to your computer now to like play them online. You have certain allowances and everything. Um, but they go another level. I'm not too well versed in like cybersecurity, but they apparently um, some of the uh, like Valorant, like it allow you have to allow it level zero security to your computer, which <laughs> essentially means it can take over your computer. Which is root access, if, yes. if you're into computers. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, if someone else has a better yeah. way of explaining that than I do, please yeah, go ahead. I remember also. it being a big deal because when they announced that this anti-cheat software needed kernel access, they were like, 
Uh, oh, do we do we want to download this? And that was when it was still in the beta. So, so I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna show maybe my my disconnectedness. I don't have TikTok on my phone. What type of is it? Just normal you access hear the, for you your hear phone? The arrogance, as he said. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm, a, I'm above. I'm above any of you who have it on your phone. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go With ahead. TikTok, I believe it's just basic just access, normal access because you you don't have to have an account at all. Okay. To view certain videos, I think mm. once you create an account, that's where things it, get murky. It used to be like that. Now you have to have an account. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, just putting it back out there. I don't have an account no, yeah. on my phone. So. <laughs> yeah. I think the big concern comes from it being of Chinese origin, like yeah. you said. Yeah, exactly. So that's why the government's banning it from yeah government devices and, which, and, and also the the shadiness in the difference of tiktok between countries yeah, as that, well that is, is a major major it is difference. not the same app everywhere no. else o- over in china it is like a highly regarded like educational app that helps teach kids different uh i think it's educational and over, <laughs> over here it's an absolute joke and over <laughs> in america we get patrick mahomes brother <laughs> <laughs> see i always thought it was weird because like they're banning it from government devices but like if I have a government phone, mm-hmm. why am I putting TikTok on that? Like, that's I have a personal yeah, phone. I, I, but I, I think have, we have, I a, have I, the best member of Congress. Has but I'm, yeah, but I'm like, pretty sure the government has that specific issue of people using their. No, no they clearly devices. do. They yeah. clearly do. I, I, I have a really good answer for that. One, the two part answer. One, you really underestimate how stupid some people can be. And yeah. two, I think. They can almost use it as a blackmail device because uh, if you're looking at it all learns what you like to view and creates a profile and keeps dishing that stuff to you. So then Chinese officials could come to U.S. Congress members or Senate members and be like, hey, if you uh, don't like adhere and like do what we want you to do, like kind of like be a saboteur, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to release that You like watching 15 year old girls dance. Yep. Well, also, <laughs> if you remember this, you say underestimate how stupid people are. Well, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, the AshleyMadison.com got hacked. And oh, uh, yeah. like a large <laughs> percentage mm-hmm. of the oh, email yeah. addresses used were government emails. Government emails. <laughs> yep. 100%. It's basically a cheating website. Like, yeah. it's yeah. just, it's, it, the it's, whole it's, thing it's is made for married couples yeah. to it's, cheat on spouses. So yeah, actually, yeah. now that you, now that we brought that up, yeah, I understand why they're trying oh, to government's yeah. like get TikTok. Uh-huh. <laughs> they don't want any potential blackmail out there. And the funny thing is, is they know our politicians are looking at suspect shit on there, and that's why they were so quick to be like, "Nope, TikTok's done, everybody. TikTok, <laughs> we don't even done. like it. Get it off. We don't. We're, we're, it's gone. Yeah, no, yeah, I hate TikTok. Get it yeah, off we've phone. never liked it. Get it off my government phone." <laughs> <laughs> So what right. was that cheating thing? And um, is this still a thing? Or like, <laughs> yeah, what was the exact yeah. URL? I think, a, I think some I'd of the listeners would just Wait, want so to dial a, back. Is that a .com or is that a .org? <laughs> yeah. dot, dot .gov. Ew, gross. Where do they do that at? I, I just, I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, I'd hate to. If anybody could write that down and pass it over to me. That'd be great. All right, to pull us back out of this political tailspin. Um, so for anybody who's, who's not aware of how a more normal distribution of music would work so in in past you would have your record label uh reach out to a distribution company uh in the form of they manufacture cds they manufacture whatever the the media is 
as far as vinyl or anything like that. Your record label fronts the manufacturing costs and the cost of getting your music out. And then through sales, you repay them. So these new distribution models are different because it's, it's all instantaneous. You're pushing them out to streaming services. So the money is different. Uh, you're not fronting manufacturing costs and, and you're kind of taking out a it's, middleman. It seems like it would help independent artists more as well. 100%. Because yeah. then you don't have to worry about finding a record label to dish out that kind of money at yep, the beginning. Because negotiating that right. type of deal, uh, negotiating a what is essentially a, a deal to manufacture a good and then distribute that good, is not something that is necessarily in the wheelhouse of people making music. That's yeah, not. I remember that's why you had the. That's why you had the the middleman of of the record label for a long time. I remember right. Chance the Rapper was in on headlines for a while because he mm-hmm. was because he's independent and there yeah. were talks that he was going to win an award as like the first actual independent oh, yeah. artist. And I'm sure it had a lot to do with Spotify and Apple Music becoming real big around the time. Yeah, because yeah. you oh, can, yeah. you can get around it. Yeah, yeah. So to get to the deal, uh, to get to what actually brought Death Row Catalog to uh, sound on the TikTok distribution service, uh, so they had a they got a one week exclusive as the catalog came over that it was only available on TikTok. Pretty much, um, the entire Death Row catalog was exclusive to TikTok for streaming and use in videos before getting pushed out to any other platforms. And though, although not explicitly stated anywhere, it is implied that the catalog will be ultimately distributed by SoundOn. Okay. So the, the exclusive and the, the rights don't end at that one week, one yeah. week period. Yeah. Uh, so where this really led me to was, one, I wasn't sure like whether this was a new service or whether this was a particularly good service or whether it did anything better than anybody else. Uh, and really it's not, it's not a new service at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many fully dis- digital distribution companies operating in this space. Uh, yeah. some have better payment models. Some have worse payment models. Um, there are several options that with, that come with monthly and yearly fees. Uh, sound on actually doesn't have a fee associated with it. Uh, but there are also ones that come with production services where they will, uh, do digital mastering of your, your, uh, music. Uh, managerial services where they will do more than just push it out. They will actually do some uh, promoting and, and different tools. So at this point, they're just credit cards. More or less, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask what you would s- summarize them best closely to right now. Uh, I would say they, from from what I saw, they're middle of the pack, honestly, um, as purely a distribution model. As far as royalties go, the 100% royalty to artists is not a new take. It is, it's being done by quite a few different, I'd say the top 10 are doing it, where they get 100% royalties. Uh, there might be yearly fees associated with that, but it's like $20 a year. It's not a, a massive fee to take on. My opinion, though, is where the sound on model differs, is that if your music is... Uh, in the realm of catchy, uh, loopable tunes, then pushing it to sound on is the it would be the way to go because you're ultimately okay. looking for those TikTok plays. Right. You're right. looking for that exclusivity to TikTok. You're looking for it to be pushed in that direction. Yeah. So I think for a narrow swath of the artist community, 
it's a great way to go. You get all your royalties. If it's being used on a, on a ByteDance owned platform, you get 100% of your royalties and you get TikTok. And yeah, that's and as, that's the big thing. I know we've had a few people in here say that they don't have TikTok, but as a TikTok user myself, I know there's multiple old artists that I've rediscovered. I forgot about mm. Pierce the Veil. Oh yeah. And they had a sound <laughs> oh, <yeah>. go viral. <laughs> oh, did know, they? From yeah, really? from like okay. 2008. What's the sound? Uh King for a King day. For a day. Oh, King okay. for a day. That, that's went like viral one of their within the last songs, year. Yeah. I only yeah. heard so of that's P- from Pierce what, 2008, after, 2009. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Uh, Pierce Savelle featuring and then, uh, Kellen Quinn. Yep. Oh, yeah. okay. So then on the other side of it, you've got I've discovered new artists, mostly from sounds. Yeah, yeah. So even uh, looking at some of the stuff I've heard for the first time, it was uh, the body yada yada song, right? And then next thing, <laughs> well, <laughs> next thing I know, uh, the the Eagles are coming out to the Super Bowl to that song. Right, oh. and I'm sure like that's that's mm. that's not just a TikTok thing, but also like that's kind of like I heard the song and I was like, wait a minute, th- that's where I know it from, and there's you know all these videos and everything going on from it. So yeah, that so, exposure. So is sounds is I mean, is, do we get our for whoever uses TikTok? Uh, is that where we get our TikTok challenges from? Like, do they? Did, like, yeah, I think you said it was like they look for those loopable things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, is that, yeah. So, so is like, this vi- pushes like yeah, viral dances like kind of takes that everybody has off of those those sounds. They just get repeated and repeated and repeated, and it's nice because you get the exposure. But also, like, if you're a new artist, you're being discovered now. Or if you're an older artist, like, old songs are now getting those. Oh those my god, plays yeah. the resurgence! Yeah. yeah, there's so many songs that I've. I pulled up on Spotify because I heard the TikTok and I was like, I forgot about this song. Yeah. I feel like it surprises me though that like, like, like what thought did Snoop Dogg have? Like I, I should, you know, go here because like, he, he doesn't have trouble like getting his name out there. Like <laughs> I would say, so they, they even went as far as to make a filter for him on TikTok for, for this release. And I can't remember what the filter was called. I can't, I can't imagine yeah, what, so it was, it was what a it whole, would do for death row, I guess. Well, it, it's, it's him re-releasing it onto streaming service. Cause it's, it's essentially putting it all back onto the service. He's pulled everything from, but he's got this new deal and I'm assuming that it's, it's probably not quite the same as what, if if you or I were to release some music onto these platforms would be. So he's got this whole negotiated deal where it's exclusive to these platforms. It's also, like you were saying, you get the nostalgia hit of like getting these songs back out there and for one week and one week in this this space is massive with with the the speed that these songs take on. Where these songs were only usable by people on yeah. TikTok to put into put into videos and i guess much. i mean kind of a, a a veteran like snoop dogg maybe can catch that younger audience yeah, more likely to yeah. use tiktok and i'm sure i'm sense. sure he got a bunch of zoomers into dr dre <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> tell us what a zoomer is someone younger than me <laughs> <laughs> anybody anybody, younger than, anybody i was gonna say, I, was gonna say I hope that didn't uh, come to me because i was like i know it's younger than us but i have no idea the age frame. uh it's probably like it's 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 like that range like you were born probably late 90s or something like that <laughs> i don't know yeah. speaking of bringing songs back uh did you guys hear the recently re-released song from lincoln park from meteora yeah, didn't. So I, yeah. I mentioned this before. Lost, lost. lost. lost yeah, yep. yeah oh. it was supposed to be a track for 
I'm a big fan of Lincoln Park, so I can know a little bit about Here it. Here we go. Everybody's um, a big fan of Lincoln yeah, Park, I yeah. think. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not Daniel. Def- definitely no. not. It was... He has gone on me multiple times about <laughs> Lincoln Park. Hold on. Before Let's we all get, yell about Before it. we get into this, yeah, tell us why. Tell us why. <sighs> go, there's no point in that. Just go on with your story. <laughs> so it was Lost was a track that was meant for Meteora, but at the same time, it sounds very similar to Numb. And they didn't want oh, two okay. songs on the same album that sounded that similar, mm-hmm. so they scrapped it. And then, so, so what about the rest of the songs? The rest of the songs are fantastic. <laughs> Don't get me started on this. <laughs> Meteora is one of the best m- albums of all time. I agree. Oh, and then, I, I and like then they followed it up more. with Collision Course with Jay Z. Oh god, it's an album for the ages. It set milestones for any genre of music. Yeah, let's talk about Numb Encore. Uh, oh, come on! The, the whole Collision Course album collab that they did was so good. Like all six songs are highly re-listenable and so I, good. I had the DVD that I could. I watched them perform all six songs, and it was it was glorious. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I I definitely bought the uh, the DVD version of that, and uh, where they do like the like uh, uh, like the very small audience, like intimate crowd type thing. It, it was really cool. Hmm. Yeah, we've uh, clearly gone down the rabbit hole here. What were we talking about before? <laughs> 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 so yeah, just to just to bring us back in, just to uh, kind of finish up. I mean, you know, my takeaway is that nothing original technically is happening in this this payment model or the the scheme that the distribution model is taking afterwards. Uh, TikTok is doing a ton of leveraging that other distributors can't necessarily do uh like we talked about with the the leveraging their their you know video side uh, you know no matter what your opinion uh, I mean, i'm guilty of this no matter what your opinion is to the platform or the controversy surrounding them uh, having the ability to utilize the inherent algorithm for quicker growth of singles through video use uh, is key difference in the sound on model um I don't think, like I said, this is maybe the way to go for a wide swath of artists. Right. Uh, right. But in my opinion, this platform is tailored to new music Mm -hmm. with purpose-written lines that have looping in mind. And it also lends itself to older songs with nostalgia backing, retro energy Mm -hmm. behind them. Obviously, we're playing into that with Death Row. Right. To to give an example for uh, like an artist that that model was kind of built for, um, I forget her name. But she was the one that came up with the Victoria's Secret song. Oh, a hundred percent. So it's like, exactly what's getting like, pushed by yeah, that. Like, yeah, she essentially came up with that song just having fun with a kid that she like babysit for, and because of TikTok and the way that they were able to circulate it, like it blew up and Do got extremely check it with big. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny that that song is popular right now because right. i was actually at the dealership the other day getting my oil changed and i'm sitting I was there at, at the victoria dealership. i was actually <laughs> at the victoria dealership, dealership. Yeah. i was getting my underwear that, changed that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a whole nother <laughs> oil change yeah i'm not changing it funny you should Wait, bring this up you guys are you guys are changing your own underwear <laughs> but i don't have the garage so, space for that so, so i'm sitting there i'm sitting there in the waiting room with an older guy who's got to be 60 70 right and some girls and all this you know they're older too as well but like <laughs> that song's playing and the one uh the one line is something about big boobs like yeah. they're like uh, uh something skin the big, and bones skin and bones to big yeah. boobs and it's playing in the dealership 
with all these old people around oh, me and i'm okay. just like they're they're literally screaming or you know she's singing big boobs and you're just like what tell me what is happening tell me there was that one that one 60 year old in there that actually knew the words you could see him mouthing the words <laughs> <laughs> you always have that one guy and he goes he goes yeah <laughs> where i'm laughing at this is we're talking about this being a big deal when a WAP was a popular song for how long? Yeah. <laughs> the top of the yeah. radio charts. Well, I think it. I think it comes down to and the things, and this is this is gonna also be my curmudgeon. Uh, the the things that get pushed by the TikTok algorithm are not always lyrically good songs. Oh, it, it's just more of the. She wrote that. Sound. With a, she wrote that with a crayon. Yeah, and it, <laughs> what I what I like about it is that like. I think that artist admits that this was a quick song that just like blew up. Cause like, I want to say there's even like talk of like uh, where she comes out and says like how quickly she wrote that song. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. not something mm-hmm. she put a bunch of time into right. it was well, like some artistic endeavor. Not yeah, even, exactly. to, not even, and so, to throw, like, and I can respect that. Like she, uh, I not even she to throw a bunch up. of hate. Yeah. Like I've heard the song. I mean, it's, it's pretty it's damn catchy. catchy. Yeah, and that's, yeah. That's I don't whole, turn oh, yeah. the song if I hear yeah, it. Like, yeah. it's that's not the bad. whole point of this, <laughs> and, this platform. And that's, yeah. and that's yeah. your point. If it's loopable, it's loopable. Yeah, it doesn't man. matter what if it's you're saying. You're writing a hook, and it's and it's gonna it's gonna keep going. Like and that. it touches a lot of people that like you know kind of feel the same way. They're like, yeah. oh, this is yeah, exactly. Well, because their message is there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, as yeah. We'll just come back to as a TikTok user, the, the <laughs> art the artist behind the song Jax. I've actually heard her. She had like a Stacy's daughter type version of uh, Stacy's mom. Oh, really? And she's done different uh, like spin-offs of songs so, where she's um, had like different points of views. Yeah. Really? And yeah, and they've gone viral so I, not, I haven't heard not radio. That, I haven't heard that, but she did just come out uh with a new song. Um so apparently um I don't know all the fine details of it, but she had a family member like a grandmother or an aunt or something like that that um in order to make her feel better about something that was going on like scratch down a bunch of the words and like story parts of cinderella and like replace them with like very like uh positive messages and stuff and she actually just made a song like about that as opposed to all the negative messages that cinderella <laughs> so, yeah, yeah cinderella and all that yeah. see i wonder Cinderella's <laughs> constantly telling people to kill themselves well, i mean i mean i mean if you think about cinderella specifically i mean it's a prince who can't even fucking remember what his true love looks like he has to match a fucking shoe yeah but he's, <laughs> he's just trying to look for feet pics. like, like <laughs> how demeaning is that to the woman like <laughs> how many of us have ever been to a ball and forgotten what the girl looks like <laughs> except for her foot <laughs> that's what feefinder.com is for <laughs> but they made a whole wait, only fans is platform Fee, for is, this. is feefinder released by the same people who did ashley madison no i think it's the same people that did tiktok oh, okay <laughs> is it a bite dance owned company for all the listeners out there, my feet picks unlock at fifteen dollars a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please, please subscribe to our Patreon for fifteen dollars a month, and you can see Greg's feet picks. And I'm telling you, the hair touches the limbs. <laughs> no, people would hate seeing my feet uh, on those sites just because, like, the bottoms of them yeah. used to be so callous that, yeah. like, it's just, it's not. You'd have to much. get like a weird wide-angle lens to even get mine in there. Tell us more about your feet. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely veering off topic. Yeah. <laughs> no. So this this well, week on Every Good Foot Does Fine. <laughs> so to bring it back on topic for a second, I don't yeah, really think the lyrics matter because 
like I just mm. said, the mm. the body yada yada song. There's there's is there lyrics? You just said also, them. Th- yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the whole song. Yeah. That's the point. Also the 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 the, uh, the Jack song, right? And then go through all the songs that have probably looped through TikTok recently. And if you actually read the lyrics, you'd probably be appalled. But like, oh, yeah. right. it's just yeah, because right. it's loopable. And then you have yeah. mm-hmm. all these people making videos to it, whether they're dancing or cooking a meal to it or like whatever. Just doing like some type of skit. Yeah. Like yeah. so, like I don't even think the lyrics matter. It's just like if it's popular and the beats catchy like yeah you could literally just go on there straight cuss just be like fuck 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 you know and you you might loop (laughs) honestly honestly if i i think if we posted a video that just was like fuck 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah or or greg being like look at my feet look at my feet look at my feet like (laughs) that might loop that might loop that also might end me in jail (laughs) (laughs) how gross are your feet yeah no i mean that's the thing it's it's a it's a tailored process mm-hmm. that really benefits an artist looking to release music that fits into it. So that's why I think that I mean my overall review of the distribution model is that yes, it'll work for anybody. I mean, you're getting 100% royalties uh, through ByteDance. You're getting 90% royalties through other anybody else, Spotify, Apple Music, anything else. But if you are not looking to leverage that particular particular side of the the company i don't see the value because there are other models that have been that have existed for longer that would work better for artists right Um, right, a couple like a distro kid crybaby there was there was a few listed uh that had low fees and Mm -hmm. and and just seemed to offer better services so this probably should have been brought up a while back but uh when you say they're getting 100 percent royalties the artist is getting 100 percent royalties from their song so how is yes how is tiktok like how are they benefiting so they are benefiting by you're you're getting royalties by by (laughs) because snoop dogg yeah we got it (laughs) by royalties i mean so if they distribute your uh song to and I, i keep i hate to keep use them but they're the, the, one of the big ones spotify so you get to keep that 0.01 cent that they pay you uh but tiktok gets to use your music so they're basically profiting in publicity yes yeah mm-hmm. so they get to they get to use your music they get to right. uh you know have it on their their platform and you get that fraction of a dollar that that the streaming services gives you which if for that one week you get the exclusives for anything new that they might could be huge. And if they're already going viral on TikTok, there's going to be demand for it. Yes. But because all those deals are brought up as like fractions of cents per stream, that's why you see a lot of artists that, because we have exited the era of where you're actually buying people's albums anymore. Like you're really just streaming everything. That's why like a, a lot of times, anytime you see someone that's like, well, if you really want to support the artist, like here's their merch page, mm-hmm. yeah. go to their concerts. That's where this you argument, actually are supporting the artist. This argument started a long time yeah. ago with peer-to-peer sharing and yeah. everything like that. This is the this is just another evolution of right. this argument of how are right. we paying these people for their art? Well, yes. Yeah, was it? Ma- Metallica had a fight with was <laughs> they it Napster. Spear, they spearheaded the Napster fight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Metallica and Napster. I do recall that. Yeah, they were, and they, and they were made to look. And I remember 
as a teenager thinking that Metallica was the asshole there, like wanting to be paid for the art they were making. And now as an adult, I feel like I see their point a little more than I used to. Um, but yeah, it's an argument we've had for a long time of, of how do we pay artists for what they're making? Um, and, and what value does this art have? And I, so I think that's what had me interested in this, this whole model, especially because it takes out the middleman. It makes uh, indie art distribution a little more possible because it can be as simple as uh, you, your guitar, and this website you post your music to. Uh, and so it, it takes out the whole middleman there. I, I do agree with you with the, the take changing as you get yeah. older, because I remember being like middle school, high school and playing Guitar Hero and being upset that Led Zeppelin wouldn't let them use their songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. being like, well, why is Led Zeppelin being an asshole? Man, I used to, I used to <laughs> think, I'm like, I get it. Like, I used to think I like either. Lars Ulrich was the mm-hmm. dickiest person on the yeah. planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but also like, I I hate um, using the thing of like getting paid with exposure and everything, but like with something like Guitar Hero, like once like the first two like fucking hit, I'm surprised that more artists weren't actually open to taking like shittier deals just to get their stuff out there Honestly, to a wider like, audience. Would would Wayward Son have been the song that it is now? Uh, don't yes. don't discredit Supernatural. The, sh- the TV show uh, because it played at every season I wait, think, season talking, opener. Are we, are we talking about Carry On? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that song will live on forever because every fucking marching band uses that in their repertoire. And I did, I did too in, in high yeah. school. But yeah, but I, I feel like it still would not be quite as big as it is now mm. without Guitar Hero because that was also happening at the same time. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Guitar Hero two was like prime like high school years, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Just showed our age a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen. Everyone listening yeah. is like, it was like six years ago. Two. Right. I share a birthday with that. <laughs> I thought everybody there looked up that song and was like, "What year was that?" And <laughs> 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 what is that song actually? Before we go, kind of wanted to play a little game with everybody because uh, one thing that always pops up on TikToks for me is I'm a very big uh, cover artist guy, so. It's constantly feeding me new cover artists and especially like some of like the weirder covers. Uh, I like uh, transcending genre uh, cover bands or cover personalities where you take something from one genre and create it into a different genre. Um, like, you know, taking country to pop or, or country to rock or rock to country and, you know, uh, things of that nature. So what I want to uh, dish around to everyone is... Uh, if you had to create a cover band with at least one member here tonight, who would you pick? What would the band sound like? And why did you pick that person? So I will start it off while everyone thinks of their answer. Um, I would pick Logan because me and him have a very similar uh, music interest where we have a lot of the same uh, rock and uh, punk vibes, but we also can really get into country music with each other as well. And if I was doing a band, it would have to be a rock country, like weird subgenre band because one, I would have to be in a rock band, but because of my voice sounding like a 17 year old kid going through puberty all the time, oh, okay. I need to do a genre that 
allows for that. So anytime my voice cracks, I'm just adding some honky tonking, baby. Oh, girl. <laughs> okay. Well, just to follow up with Greg. My, <laughs> quick follow up. My uh, my pick would also be Greg. Oh, because okay. of our you guys are two star cross lovers. Yeah. Our, our punk rock similarities, but I wouldn't go rock country. My thing was thinking of more like punk rock ska, what? but with like country right. covers. Okay, okay. So like like a punk rock because I can always bang that trumpet I, down anytime. Anytime I I look over <laughs> at you, I just think ska. And so uh, think of that style, wrong. but like a Garth Brooks cover. I think that would just hit. Ah, oh, fuck! You're putting so many ideas in my head now. <laughs> Are you talking low places, but with trombones. I don't. Don't discredit yeah. low places in any genre. That's upsetting. Oh, dude, I'm upsetting. just I'm just thinking of like the screeching like trumpet interludes into the chorus now for that. Yeah. So I'll take over on that, and um, uh, my choice is going to be Daniel, and I'm I'm tell you why we're going to be an early uh, 2000s rock uh, cover. And uh, we're playing a board game some years back. I think it asked, um, you know, name songs with the um, angel in the title. And <laughs> he knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and and we couldn't think of Lips um, Lips of an Angel by Hinder. Mm. And he was and he all of a sudden started belting it, like singing it from his chest, like almost his stomach, <laughs> like singing it from all the I, way down. I, in his I chest. love Daniel's <laughs> grunge voice that he does. <laughs> <when> he, <laughs> Just singing it from from a solar plexus, like all the way down. He's still going. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, that's that's mine. It it almost sounds like a like a LMFAO kind of thing, but that's what I'm gonna go with that. So I will actually take it uh, in hand after after being called out and revealing my beautiful voice to the listeners. Um, so I was actually going to choose Jim for my cover band. Uh, this completely leaves Caleb on the sidelines as a fifth sum. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> has not been chosen by anybody. The newbie here. For anything. Uh, so I, I was thinking like a Queen cover band would be fun mm. in that I get to be Brian May. And then I'm going to make Jim sing. Because <laughs> oh. he knows all the words. Oh, I'm going to pay to see this. Yeah, I want, to, I want this band to go on tour. I want, to, I want to pay for this. Because you trying to live up to those chops, yeah. uh, that's a singer's worst nightmare. But I feel like he's got the enthusiasm. Oh, he's got uh, the that, enthusiasm. That's all that I'm going to have. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you, I am, like, I mean, you guys have been in a car with me on any kind of trip. I am going to sing. Yeah. Yep. And I know that I'm not good and at that's, it. But that's what I'm But wanting. I do it anyway. I'm <laughs> wanting the enthusiasm. You need the confidence. I'm wanting, I'm wanting the confidence. I'm wanting the effort. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's all me. <laughs> and that's what I had in mind. And, uh, and, and no genre switch. We're just going to do the exact song. Just doing, <laughs> they were. Just doing Queen. See, yeah. the thing is, is you just stole my answer. And nobody's going to believe that. But <laughs> I was going to pick Jim because... Queen. He knows all the Queen songs. All of them. And we would just be a Queen cover band. Yeah. And it's well, that do simple. You, do you just want but, to join our Queen cover band? Yeah. No, here's, Ooh, well, okay. here's the thing. So we're going to do a Queen cover band, and you're going to sing like Hinder. Oh. In it. Oh. Is what we're She's gonna a do. killer queen. <laughs> Fat bottom girls you make. 
Rockin' world. So that, that's what I want now. Yeah. So that, that makes me sad. That about could. It. So just sucks. just just with your Hindner voice, that would make for it's like really good to hear your voice. for like a a like uh metal like macho, a metalcore man. cover band to to Queen. <laughs> no, hold on, hold so on. we hear is Radio Gaga, Radio Gugu. <laughs> We're, oh, we need him. <laughs> we're, well, hold on, we're not going to let him off the hook here. His, his hinder voice is just macho, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We're gonna s- snap into. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That kind of hurts to be honest. Yeah. It's still good. Oh, yeah, we. I mean, throat. yeah, cover band is gonna last like thirty minutes. We can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get uh, nodules. And there's not a shot Daniel is gonna be able to talk the next day after doing oh, doing yeah. that concert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll be a little horse tomorrow. <laughs> How little a horse are we talking about? Like. Oh. Oh. Wow. We will ride the pony into the end of the show. And I'll pass off to Greg for the plugs, pretty much. I'm not going to be shameless right. about it, yeah. We do have all of our socials up and running now. So if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, please search for us under EGBDFPod or on Instagram, Every Good Boy Does Fine with the underscores. You can find us on there, or if you want to send us an email and let us know how we're doing, you can find us at EGBDFPod at gmail.com. So for all of our live studio audience and for Daniel and for myself, have a great day, everybody.